We all wanna be happier, but how do we get there? First, we start by realizing happiness is not a destination. Being happy consists of micro action steps every single day. I'm your host, Brittany King, and I'm here to guide you along the way. We're hitting record. <gasps> we are live. We are live. On air. <laughs> In studio. Oh my goodness. Welcome back to the Positively Real Podcast. I'm your host and coach, Brittany King. And y'all, this is an experience. This is my very first time recording a podcast. Well, I, I should say second time because I have recorded live before, but not in this capacity. I am at the beautiful Good Vibe Studio in Scottsdale, Arizona with my good friend and client, Katie Rosenquist, and we are live. We are recording this live we in person. We are doing it live. We are doing it live. When I first started my podcast, I would have my guests come to my house, but it was not Oh, like, this is so legit. This is amazing. I didn't have a setup like this, but I would have them come live. And then COVID happened and everything went online and it actually worked out better for the style of podcast that I was doing. But I just love being in person. There's nothing. There is better. Nothing better. Um, I don't know if I hear you on mine. Oh. Oh, now I do. I, oh, okay. hello. <laughs> <laughs> Technical. Technical. Okay, and that might happen because this is a new experience. This is new. We're diving in. We're diving in. And I am a big proponent in doing new things that are challenging. And this is one of them because this is out of the comfort zone. You know, when you take away the screen and you allow yourself to just show up as your full self, without hiding behind a screen, even if there's a video, it's just a different experience. It, it totally is. is. And so I nothing fun. beats being in person, especially with you. I mean, Let's I be real. and we do our coaching in person. So we that's do. like, that's, I don't do all of my coaching in person. Again, COVID changed everything. And, totally. and it really helps me grow and expand as a coach. But I do, I do reserve some in-person sessions for select special few clients. Oh, thanks, Britt. So this only <laughs> makes sense that we get to do it, this it really interview. Does. Hi. I know. Oh my gosh. I love this. This is so fun. Okay, we haven't even started yet. Okay, so Katie, welcome to the show. This is such a treat because Katie and I go way back, like way back. Before we hit record, we were talking about Lululemon days and we'll kind of get into our backstory, but we go way back. I love that. I still have you in my phone as Brittany Golding. I don't know that I'll ever change it. I love Brittany King, but there's something about BG that will always be near and dear to my heart. I appreciate that. <laughs> I appreciate that. I, uh, you know, I still think myself as Brittany Golding at times. So That's I'm okay. glad that I'm still in your phone. Exactly. Be gold. Yes. Yes. So let's just start with who you are and why we're here. Oh my gosh. So maybe who we are yeah. too, because if we take it back, gosh, you grew up with my now husband. So I think the first time I met you was in our ASU days, which Surely it was a lifetime ago. <laughs> lifetime. Lifetime. Lifetimes have happened since then. Um, and then fast forward, like you said, we found ourselves both working at Lululemon, trying to figure out this thing called life. I think that's when we first started doing real intentional goal setting and being able to be coached. And that was a whole experience in and of itself. Um, and then I found a love for spin. And I think I was maybe one of your number one spin fans. Always found myself in Brittany's class. You even taught 6 a.m. spin on our wedding day. I did. Those friends are some good friends. Yeah, those are some good friends. And that was magical. That was the best start. I remember remember the song that I ended with, like with the clarity. It was magical. It gave me the chills. It was the best. To be a part, to be the start of your special day just, I mean, meant the world to me. Oh my gosh. I couldn't imagine starting at any other way. Those are some good friends, by the way. I know. (laughs) I was like, so I know the rehearsal was a blast, but I'm going to need you to set your alarm for 5 a.m. and we're going to go party on a bike. And it was a party. It it was a party. Yeah. So, yeah, so that was our spin day, hey day. Uh, And then fast forward, I guess, and I started watching what you were doing somewhat from afar, watching you evolve as a coach in your business and always being in awe and inspired by what you were up to. Um, And so it's been really cool to watch 
your journey and then for our journeys to kind of merge it's priceless it's been the best it's so wild to think like as I was going on my journey through transformation and it's so fascinating because you really have known me through the different a lot. faces <laughs> likewise <laughs> The different iterations, uh, levels that I call it, of evolution of myself. And it's very cool to know that you could see the change and growth in myself, not even being, you know, being so close to it. You were kind of watching it from afar. Exactly, exactly. But I just thought, man, look at her go. This is badass. I mean, you are a teacher at your core, but to see it in so many different capacities over the last decade plus is truly rewarding as your friend to watch you grow and evolve and expand and then to be sharing your gift with everyone around you. Thank you. Seriously, you've reached the pinnacle. You're doing it, girl. We're just getting started. I love telling, I'm like, I'm literally just getting started. And it's so fun to have you be a part of that because the friends and the clients that I have that are with me in this phase of my life, I'm like, oh, you're coming with me. Like I am growing. I'm expanding. It's freaking, yeah, pack your bags. And then we're going to unpack them. And then we're going to unpack. First we're going to unpack them. And then you're going to pack them with the new beliefs. And then we're going, you're coming with me to this next level. So I love having people in my sphere that I get to help them see their power so they can continue and to grow and evolve with me. Because the more I grow and evolve, my clients get to grow and evolve. Without a doubt. amazing. Oh my gosh. Okay. So let's talk a little bit about life before coaching. So we go way back, you know, we have our backstory. You've seen me in different phases and I do want to touch on how much I appreciate you seeing me grow and not being like, oh, like she, what is she talking about? She doesn't know, like, because there are people that are really triggered by the past Britney. They're like that, who is this new version of Britney? And we're supposed to grow and evolve as humans. Like that is our job as human beings. We are meant to grow and evolve, but there's people that only know the past version of you. So it's very confusing when they see this new self-concept, this new person, and it can also be a turnoff to some people or it can be inspiring. Right. So I'm curious about what was it that I was doing that was inspiring you and that what prompted you to reach out? Yeah. So just watching you in your coaching realm, watching you evolve, it you could tell it was so authentic. You weren't doing it for show. You weren't doing it to get followers, to make a name for yourself. You were doing it because you were truly invested You could tell it not only your growth, but the growth of others. And that was so inspiring. I've always been someone that has wanted to help people and in what capacity it's always shifted a little bit. But seeing you just lay this groundwork and stepping into your purpose and showing up as the real new level, new and improved, whatever you want to call it, just you shining it's hard to not be inspired to be honest you know and i i certainly understand what you're saying where sometimes we start to grow and shift and change and some people that were really close to us are very confused it's usually confusion right like what in the world is going on um but i really love just watching your journey and one thing i think that you and i've always connected on we're just naturally happy optimistic glass half full type people And that's when I realized I needed to touch base because I was in this place where on paper, everything was dialed in. I had a great year in real estate. I had a great husband, great family, great friends, beautiful dog. What's there to complain about? Life is good. But I felt so unfulfilled and so unhappy and so empty. And in the past, I could positively think my way out of any of these situations. And I was at this crossroads where that tool wasn't working. And so I knew I needed a little support, a little help. I didn't know what was wrong with me. And I was really frustrated. There was a lot of shame around it because I thought there's something innately wrong with me. Why can't I get out of this funk? And so I, you know, I had typed many a text and deleted, typed a text, deleted. And so finally a day came where I was like, it's time to hit send because this just isn't working. Mm. I think that is so relatable because especially us glass half, glass half full kind of gals, uh-huh. <laughs> like we positive think our way out of a lot of situations. 
But when it comes to that internal battle of I have everything that I could ever want and I still feel unfulfilled and then we feel shame around that, that's when we get into a hole. And and then we spiral. spiral. I've been there. I get it. That's why when you reached out to me, I was like, oh, I got you. I've been there. And I know that feeling of having everything that you've ever desired come to life and feeling ungrateful, feeling shame around being ungrateful for having it all. Right. Like Like you look at it on paper and check, check, check. Great. From the outside looking in, everything must be fantastic. Yeah. But when there's that gut feeling that something isn't in harmony, in balance, whatever, there's something that needs to be paid attention to. Yeah. There's something deeper. So what was that, like that, what really is like, okay, I'm going to send the text. What was that last, the thing that you just had, like, couldn't handle any longer? What was the final push? You know, I think it was a culmination of all of those things because mm-hmm. I had, I really had looked back and said, oh my gosh, I truly had one of the best years I had ever had in my real estate career. I am living in my dream neighborhood. I have great people surrounding me. It was, everything was adding up and I just couldn't break through why it didn't feel as good as it looked. Mm. And so it was just that hit send, don't look back. You know it's time to make a change, make that jump. That is such an amazing way to describe that feeling. It's so hard to sometimes put it into words. It's like, why doesn't it feel as good as it looks? Yes. Oh. So good. Oh my gosh, okay. So what were your hesitations? So you wanted hit send, you didn't hit send. You want to hit send. What were your hesitations and were you worried about anything before reaching out? You know, I think it was the fear of the unknown kind of comes with the nature of it, right? It's like, oh, if we open this box, we're going to have to deal with what's inside. And I'm not sure I'm ready to do that because I don't know what's going to come up. Mm-hmm. I'd done a lot of therapy over the years, love therapy, big proponent of therapy, but I felt like I was kind of done rehashing my past and I knew that I needed to start from where I was at and move forward but that comes with fear it comes with question marks of is this going to show that I'm not good enough is it going to show or bring to light all of these self um destructive thoughts is it going to bubble up all of these things that don't feel good Mm. and so getting clear with myself and realizing I might have to not feel good here for a minute to start feeling better. I was at the point where that, that seemed to be worth it. Yeah. Oh, I know. And it's fascinating because did you feel nervous to work with someone that you knew or did it feel more comfortable to you? That's an interesting question because I think it was a a dichotomy of the two. Mm -hmm. It was, okay, I know Brit. I trust Brit. I love Brit, you know, Mm -hmm. big, big fan. (laughs) But also to your point, it's like, ooh, Brittany's known me as happy, outgoing, 6 a.m. spin goer, Mm -hmm. all of these things where she's now gonna realize that maybe I don't have it all together like I Mm -hmm. seem to. Yeah. But in reality, that's why she's here doing what she does. But it it was that that little ounce of nerve and ooh, is this right? But the bigger tidal wave was no. Dive in, jump in, let's do this. Yeah, which, when you messaged me, I was like, yes, it's time. <laughs> like, I just knew. There's different moments and interactions that we had that I was like, all right, I know we're going to work together, and I never force it. Like, when, when someone's ready, they're ready. And let me back up, because there's never a good time. <laughs> <laughs> but it is this internal knowing where it's like, okay, if things keep going this way, I'm just going to keep reliving this over and over and over again. So reaching out is takes so much courage, especially as someone you know. Right. And being able to do that is the first step to the transformation. Even just asking, even being like, hey, I don't have it all together. Right. That's transformative in itself. Yeah. That's crazy. So we, we did one-on-one. So tell me about the experience that you've had working together. Yeah, I mean, the timing was pretty divine. Yeah. Hindsight's yes. always twenty twenty. But totally. looking back, it was such a beautiful start having those one-on-one sessions. I remember the first session I came to your house and I just started crying. I think you said, so where are we starting or something to that effect. Yeah. And I just started crying. It was like I could finally say how I was feeling in a safe setting with a safe person and 
knowing that I didn't really have my back at that moment, but I, I knew you had my back mm -hmm. and that's all I needed in that moment. So we started with our one-on-one -on -one sessions. It was fantastic, but it, it was also beautiful in that it led to your group coaching program. So it was right when Brittany was starting her Mind Over Matter method group coaching. Mm -hmm. So I transitioned from the one-on-one -on -one into the group and it was beautiful. It was maybe for the first time in my adult life that I felt seen and heard by peers experiencing really similar things because we had this dynamic group of women, different ages, different walks of life, different backgrounds, different things personally that they were going through. But what we had in common is that we all wanted to get somewhere better than where we were. We wanted to expand, we wanted to grow, we wanted to learn, but we didn't know how, we didn't have the tools to do it. So we all had this common bond, like, hey, we're in this together, mm -hmm. and we had you as our coach. <laughs> so it was such a cool dynamic to have that one-on-one -on -one time and then lead in to the group. Yeah, and I was so excited when you wanted to do the group because you are such a light and you're such an example. And I think being in the one-on-one -on -one setting, you were able to tap into your vulnerability and then you were really able to let that shine in the group of raising your hand at times that were really difficult. Really difficult. Really difficult. We can kind of get into that next because you being able to do that and just showing up in your light gave permission to the other women to do that. And you don't even realize the people that you inspired by doing that in that moment. So talk a little bit about, you know, your 2022. Ooh, Cause that was like, this is when, this is this when the is transformation was really just getting, really getting started. Up. Because yeah, leading up to it, I mean, gosh, we did so much work around mindset and mind management and dealing with, ooh, Let's touch on manuals for a second, yeah, because yeah. that was one big takeaway that I thought when you explained it and taught us about manuals, it made so much sense. But when you're not in that headspace, you're like, what are you talking about mm -hmm. manuals? So yeah. Brittany explained to us, you know, we all have manuals, how we show up, how we do things, how we say things, how we don't say things. And then we have manuals for these other people in our life and we expect them to do and show up and and speak or not speak the way we do. And that's just not how it works. And getting to a place, which I am still working on, aren't we all just a work in progress, mm -hmm. but of a place of realizing that I was the only person I could control. At the end of the day, my thoughts, my mental space, this is all I have control over and no one else was so liberating and so freeing. I finally felt like I was taking the power back where I wasn't letting all these outside circumstances or people affect where I wanted to go. And so that all started clicking at the end of 2021. So then 2022 comes around. Let's see, where do we start? So January, 2022, my husband Scott and I decided to do dry January, you know, hop on the train with everyone else. We've done it many years in the past. So just plug in, do a whole, you know, month without booze. And I guess backstory on that too, alcohol has always been a part of my adult life. I love celebrating, love being life of the party. Why not go to brunch for four hours after workout? Other things that we connected on. <laughs> yes, we did. Oh, remember the kickball tournament yes. at Lululemon? Oh, wow. You were Good times. two peas in a pod. Good times. <laughs> so always been a part of my life and what I thought was in a balanced, healthy way. So January 2022, we do dry January. February 1 hits and we're back to the old ways, having wine while cooking, margaritas on Tuesdays, you name it, just kind of back in that routine. Um, towards the end of the month, my husband and I went to Cabo, really blew it out. We're big tequila people, so where else do you celebrate a love for tequila than south of the border? Oh, but we came back from that and something sunk in where I thought, I'm not sure alcohol is really serving me anymore, serving the life I want to live and the goals I want to go after. I'm not sure that alcohol can really be a part of this. So February 26th of 2022 was the last time I had a drink. I remember it. I remember having that glass of wine. It didn't even feel fulfilling because mm. I was already in this mental space of I, this just doesn't feel like it's working. Um, so I didn't set parameters around it. I didn't put a lot of rules on myself. I thought, let's just get curious with it. Let's see what happens, see how long this lasts, see what we discover. So fast forward, first week of March, 2022, I went home for my niece's birthday. Home was back in Minnesota, had a great time, came back to Arizona 
to then get back on a plane about 10 days later as my Mimi had not been doing so well. She was great when I was there in the beginning of March and all of a sudden she took a turn. Uh, backstory on that, Miss Mimi had turned 100 years young, mm -hmm. and I say that with real meaning, 100 years young, back in September of 21. So we had just come off of celebrating her big milestone birthday, life was good, but long story short, my family and I spent 11 days together around the clock walking Mimi home. It was her final journey that week, and I'm forever grateful that I was there for every minute and moment. Um, we had some great laughs. We had a ton of smiles. We had a ton of tears, but there was just so much love surrounding that time with my family. And I had a, a pivotal moment where I said, okay, I, in the past, drinking was a really easy, convenient way for me to cope with things, good, bad, ugly. And am I going to continue with my experiment or am I going to go back to how I used to do things? And I made the decision that I'm not going to drink. I want to be present. I want to understand what's going on. I want to feel, truly feel my feelings, be in this moment, be present without any band-aid or any veil across my face. Mm -hmm. And so that was the most real, raw, life experience, human experience that I've ever been through. Mm -hmm. And that's when things really started to shift again, mm -hmm. was after Mimi's passing. Mm. <sighs> so going through, and I think this is your life experience and losing Mimi, the most important person in your life and having this foundation because you had been doing coaching you know a while leading up to that experience and then going through it so tell me how you use the coaching tools the coaching container to help you navigate this unknown time you know it really just allowed me that space and that freedom the tools I had learned got to actually be put in place I got to be present with myself I I had the tools to then slow down my mind and really drop into what I was feeling, what I was experiencing, not labeling it good or bad, just letting it be what it was, not trying to change it. And God knows how bad I wanted to change what I knew was inevitable, but I really was able to, to sit with it, to be there, to let the emotions run through my veins and really be present. That's really what I can say that rises above all else was I just finally had the tools to be exactly where I was, exactly when it was, and not trying to change how it was gonna go. Mm, so good. So it's just loss is one of the, the main components of the human experience. Right? Everybody experiences loss and grief at some capacity at some time in their life. How did you, like, can you give some tangible examples of how you used coaching and the tools to navigate that experience? A lot of it was my writing. Mm -hmm. I found a lot of comfort in written word, and that was something that I had loved for years. I was always a big journaler, a big writer, even as a kid. I mean, I would lock myself in my room and write homemade greeting cards. It's like, give me a marker and a piece of paper. I was good to go. And what's interesting is that while we started coaching, we were doing a lot of work around values and core values. And I didn't realize that creativity, which is a core value of mine, had really been left to the side for a very long time. And I don't think I recognize that because I'd say, oh, I'm, I'm doing creative things. I'm making vision boards or I'm putting a cute Instagram post up. It's like, oh, <laughs> that's cute. <laughs> so I realized that there's this big piece of me that I have left behind. And so going through this grief, and again, maybe I'll take a step back here so people can understand how 
important Mimi was in my life. Mimi was not only my grandmother, she was like a second mom, a best friend, a sister, you name it. She lived with my family for over 20 years. We were also pen pals forever. We were pen pals when we lived in the same house, <laughs> but then we were also pen pals when I moved to Arizona and she was still in Minnesota. And so going through that grief, realizing that this creativity core value of mine really deserved to be brought back into my daily life. All of these things kind of combined. And I told Brittany, I go, I think it's time to write to Mimi again, because after she passed, you know, logic says, well, what are you going to, where are you addressing it? What are you, where are you write, writing this letter to, you know? And I thought, no, I, there's, she's still there. The spirit is still there. This connection, this love is still there. And so I feel like through doing the work of really understanding my core values, really getting back to something that was serving me, which was my writing, was the greatest gift of working through her grief mm -hmm. and gave me real purpose. Mm -hmm to go forward. Oh gosh, that's just so beautiful. Like pain with a purpose and taking the pain that you were feeling and transforming it with that element of creativity that's been missing. Yeah. So it's so fascinating what a full circle that is. If you came to coaching, you're like, I'm unfulfilled. I don't know what's going on. I need to quit my job. Stop. I need to quit I my job. Like, you were <laughs> so like, silly. you're ready to jump ship of everything. Eject button. Eject. She was like, oh, we are. We are leaving. Yeah, this doesn't feel good. Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. Let's go. And then I come in and I'm like, hold on. We're not going to have to change anything. <laughs> we're like, really? I'm like, no, we're not changing anything right now. <laughs> everything is staying put. Everything is staying put. You're not leaving your job. You're just everything. We're just going to stay right here. And to see how that manifest over, you know, a year. And then you finally came to this place of, oh my gosh, this is the piece. This, this is, is real life. I was looking for. Yeah. But it wasn't outside of you. Right. right? It's like we had all these ideas. Like we were working on goals before Mimi passed. And there was all these different creative ideas. These different And they were beautiful, wonderful ideas. But none of them were like, you just didn't feel it. It wasn't just this like. We went it, through the work enough to try to see it through. But there was always a point where it wasn't not doing the work yes. properly. It was like, this just doesn't feel aligned. Yeah. I'm not sure this is the comma in my life. And that's another thing too, you know, Brittany helped me, this continues to help me, get out of my black and white way of thinking. I came into coaching very much all or nothing, sink or swim, oh my gosh. And, and she has taught me to embrace the beautiful gray area that is called life. And, you know, it wasn't I have to quit my real estate career to tap into a creative outlet. It's like, no, 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 sister. What if we just add it in? What if we put a comma there? Yeah. What if we just tap into some of these passions and loves and yeah. desires? Yeah. What if? What if? And then we see it happen. And I think that's what's so beautiful is when you take away, you know, when you take away the things that don't serve you like alcohol and how much time <laughs> that took up and like great times, but it was taking up so much of your time that you didn't have the space to create. And now that you have removed the things that don't serve you, like drinking, right? Like you still go to brunch and do your things, but it's way more intentional how you do it. You're able to invite in the space to create. Absolutely. And to tap into writing letters to Mimi. So let's talk a little bit about how, like where you are now with this creative process and how it prompted you here and like how we got here. How we got here. We got oh here. my gosh. So yes, like you said, I mean, we had swirled around many creative ideas. I love the wellness space and fitness and health. And I thought, oh, I'm going to do wellness events. And mm, I like to go to wellness events. Maybe that's not my thing to lead. And so again, everything kept coming back to this writing. Or maybe it didn't come back to it. It was just something I was doing. It was a daily task, a daily ritual that I found a lot of purpose in and a lot of solace in. And I felt really at peace, um, being able to just get out my journal and my pen. And over last summer, leading into the fall, the writing just became more intentional. And I told Brittany one day, we were having a meeting, and I said, I think I figured out this creative thing that I meant to do. She goes, what is that? I said, I'm going to write a book. 
And the smile on your face right now is the same smile you had when I told you the first time. It wasn't shock and awe. It was not, what are you thinking? Or, huh? It was, hell yeah. Of course you're going to write a book. Of course you are. And, and it's so great because I remember that moment. And this is how it is with all my clients. When it's like, I can feel it. I always know before. And so when it comes out, because it's, again, it's not an external thing. It comes from within. I'm like, yeah. Yeah, that's, yeah, what, yeah. that's what we're talking about. Yes. Because it has the purpose. It has the intention. It has all of the elements that it takes to tap into that fulfilling feeling that we're seeking so desperately for outside of us. Yes, because it, that inspiration and motivation, it's so fleeting, right? Mm -hmm. I'm motivated to go to spin. Great. But having that real purpose and meaning behind something mm -hmm. is the game changer. Yes. But I don't think I would have been in a space to realize that or embrace it without the coaching. The groundwork had to be laid down first mm -hmm. for me to even have this truly manifest itself. Yeah. Yeah. To go from idea right? Like just this little seed. I love ideation. I love ideation. <laughs> we could ideate all day, all day long, but then actually <laughs> starting to implement and see it through. So tell me a little bit about some of the tangible things that you have taken from coaching to get you to this place. A lot of it has been building my self-trust, my self-confidence, my follow-through. And again, it's been one of those things where on paper or from the outside looking in, maybe it appeared that I was very confident or had a lot of self-trust, but I think a lot of that was lacking. And so through doing the coaching work, I started to do these little habits, little daily tasks, little rituals and following through. And it's as simple as that. You know, we learned about habit stacking. So, okay, after I brush my teeth at night, I'm gonna read for 10 minutes before I go to bed. And guess what? The minute you start doing what you say you're going to do, it's wild. The it's boost wild. of confidence you get. It's like, hell yeah. Right? I, good job. I read for 10 minutes. But it's as simple as that. And sometimes you have to start that small and build that trust. The more you say, the more you do what you say you're going to do, rather, it just is like a little deposit in that self-trust and self-confidence bucket. And so... That has probably been my biggest tangible takeaway looking at this creative project is there's no way this isn't going to happen. Is it ready to go to publishing tomorrow? No, but it's on that track and it's on that path and the reasoning behind it and the tools I've taken from coaching coupled with the mental space I'm in, there's nothing that's going to stop me. And I told you bouncing all around here, but back to the drinking piece too. I told Brittany leading up to my one year of being alcohol free, I had so many things swirling in my brain. I had urges to drink. It was so weird. Um, but I think I was, it was so monumental. I think it's only human to have some of these things pop up. But then once that date hit, I didn't know what to expect, but once that date hit, it was like, Oh my God, get out of my way. I can do anything. I am so empowered. I believe in myself. And like I said, when I set out to stop drinking or to reevaluate that relationship, there wasn't this goal of make it to a year, make mm -hmm. it to two years, none of that. But there was this celebratory, hell yeah, girlfriend, you did it piece that really clicked that day that has propelled me forward in a way that I wouldn't have known or felt otherwise mm -hmm. so good so good and it's like it seems unrelated right <laughs> i tried to keep it unrelated it, i was oh, like these are two different stories <laughs> they're not they are connected because it speaks to the inner work that you've been doing like building that self-trust following through on your commitments to yourself right being a type of person that says she's going to do something for herself and then does it because you know, we can all relate to this. Like, it's very easy to follow through on commitments to other people. So easy. <laughs> like, 
don't want to let them down. Brittany, we have lunch at noon. Yeah, See at noon. Right. Like it's, right. it's just so, I mean, but we, we don't do that for ourselves. And so when you learn to do that for yourself on the smaller scale, right, is reading 10 minutes or, you know, meditating, journaling, whatever it is, when you're working on a goal, a bigger goal, you already are collecting the wins of the, the person that follows through. So when you're working towards a bigger goal, you already have that within you so it's a lot easier because we're going to sit here and say in your creative process there hasn't been days where you haven't wanted to write and some days maybe you didn't write but it's like coaching has helped you overcome those blocks has helped you overcome the resistance and it's helped with the rebound time because Mm -hmm. like I described before getting into coaching and all these things swirling I was going down the shit spiral of life is over why do I feel this way I didn't have the tools to have an effective recovery time. Mm -hmm. And so I was in this space where I wasn't going to get out, hence why I reached out to you. But I've noticed that recovery time, those days I don't want to write, or the days I truly choose not to work on this project for intentional reasons, the bounce back is so much quicker because I know why I either intentionally took a break or I just wasn't in the space and I allowed myself to not be in that space and feel it and move through it, but then bounce back. Mm-hmm. It's that piece of bouncing back in a shorter, more effective time frame that has also been a game changer because mm-hmm. we've all been in that place where you sit and you stew and a, an hour becomes a day, becomes a week, and oh my God, where did the month of April go? Mm-hmm. But that's not fun. Mm-hmm. You never enjoy looking back saying, oh, I feel like I just kind of wasted that day, week, month. Mm-hmm. And so being able to have the tools to bounce back quicker and know why some of those things happen is so liberating. Mm -hmm. It's so beautiful to not beat yourself up and not go through the shame game and and just realize you're human on a journey that's forever evolving. Forever evolving. So I love that you mentioned like the bounce back and the comeback because it always seems that you come to a coaching session and it's the exact thing that you need in that (laughs) moment. And sometimes you come without having anything that you consciously (laughs) Like, I don't know what I'm going to talk about today. Oh, those are the best ones. <laughs> right? Those are the best sessions when you're like, I don't know. I don't have anything. Because sometimes when you come specific, we're like, all right, we're going to work on And it might be unrelated to the creative project, the goals. Maybe we just have to go a different direction, right? Because right. it's all connected because it's all about ourselves. But the days that you come and you're like, I don't know. <laughs> talk a little bit about those experiences. Oh, my gosh. I think we had one last week. Yeah. <laughs> Funny you should mention you're it, like, We're only going to talk about this for five minutes. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Literally, I had a game plan. It was five minutes of going through the shit, and then we're going into project mode. And we did not. We stayed in the shit mode, but it was so necessary. I had found myself back in a black and white way of thinking, very all or nothing, And that's so limiting when you think about that, thinking that everything has to be all or nothing. That is just putting yourself in a box. And who wants to be put in a box? Not me. Mm -hmm. (laughs) You're not meant to be in a box, No, (laughs) no. And so um, by taking that intentional time to really sit first and feel where that emotion is stirring within your body, again, a tool that I had not ever used prior to coaching, but sitting in stillness, feeling what it was I was feeling, allowing the emotions to come up, crying, smiling, laughing, all of the things, and letting it move through me got me to a mental space to then talk about what got me there first. Mm -hmm. And then we had this beautiful hour of working through it to get to this aha that I had seen before, but I'm human. Mm -hmm. I was back in the shit storm, but I got back to the aha in an hour's time frame to say, oh, wait a minute. Mm -hmm. This is not so life or death. This is not fight or flight. I love this beautiful brain I have, but it is so primal. It loves to go back to that fight or flight, black and white mentality. And that's just not how our modern day world is. And it's not a way that is going to propel us forward. Mm -hmm. We have to be flexible Mm -hmm. and we have to be willing to do this work so we can get out of it Mm -hmm. and get back on track with what it is we're here to do. Right. Oh, I I think that's what's so great is you came in wanting to focus on, you know, the project, right? But then focusing on this area that, that you only wanted to spend five minutes on, (laughs) (laughs) right? And then it allowed you for the rest of the week. Like, what did it do for you for the rest of the week? I had the best week. Yeah. I had the best week. So what was good. this? This was last Tuesday. Yeah. And I, I honestly thought 
this is going to be an awful week. I was in the hole. I was not in a happy place. And after that hour, I'm not kidding you guys, literally after an hour of giving those feelings, emotions, thought, the space it needed to be worked through allowed me to propel into a week of creative flow, of ease, of going through my life in my real estate world, in my creative world, in my home life, in everything I was doing with ease. And at the end of the day, isn't that what we all desire? To be in the flow, Mm -hmm. to feel like we're not resisting Mm -hmm. and we're just allowing things to be as they are, Mm -hmm. but it takes the work to get there. Yeah, it does. It takes the work and just the willingness, right? To be like, okay, maybe it's not so black or white. And the willingness to be wrong, Mm. right? It's like that coming, like, nope, this is just how it is. This is, and and honestly, it's one of those things where you're like, yeah, if you want that, if you want that story, if you want to believe it, but I just want to show you how it's limiting you. And those are the moments that just open your eyes and it allows you to a you're like oh, I want to focus on the project you had to focus on it the whole entire week and it yes. weren't you weren't blocked anymore no so good so good oh, thank you friends oh, I mean you guys I mean BK thank you I mean you're just an example of the work and I mean you're like even just having this podcast interview with you and you're just meant to use your voice. You're, you have such beautiful words, such beautiful words. And if you're listening to this podcast, you have to follow Katie because she just has such a way with her words. You always have, but now that you've tapped into this gift, it's just like, it's poetry. And I think, you know, going through the loss and, and taking that and, and making that pain so beautiful and turning it into your purpose. Now you're writing a book and you're telling these stories about Mimi. It's a love story. It and really I didn't know my grandparents. I didn't have a relationship. So what you have with Mimi is so inspiring to me because I didn't really know it was possible to have such a beautiful, loving relationship with a grandparent the way that you have and I feel like I knew Mimi just through our interactions and our I stories so when you came to me and you're like I think I know what it is and then you're like I'm gonna write a book and then you were like, I don't know like I, like you kind of freaked it's out just... your brain was like you put it out there and then it was like I don't know what's gonna happen oh shit buckle up <laughs> and I was like if you don't write it who will if and you... you know what's wild I, I don't know if I've shared this with you I may have but on Mimi's 100 and a half birthday, that was March 27th, so three days before she passed away, she and I were sitting there and she was kind of in and out of it as someone going through that final chapter would be, but she looked at me and she said, I still have to write my story, my story of me with my beautiful Katie. And it still gives me chills and brings tears to my eyes because There is such a story there. There's multiple stories. We had such an unconventional love story and Mimi was 85 pounds soaking wet, but her magnetic smile, her dynamic way of being, she lived a life in gratitude and of love and of giving. And it doesn't end with her death. And that's what I've realized. It is only beginning. I have this opportunity. It would be so selfish of me to not share this with the world because she has been such a gift to myself, to everyone that's had the opportunity to be around her, interact with her, know her just from social media. She has such an impact that it's my honor and my responsibility to carry this forward because she was just the most incredible human being that I've ever met. Okay, tears in my eyes. <laughs> She's, she does that to people. <laughs> all over my body I don't think you ever told me that Mm -hmm. that's wild because when you told me I felt that I was like you you need to do it there's no other person to do it but you and then the way you describe her it's like that like Mimi's such a part of you dynamic energy big smile living a life of gratitude like that is you it's like how you carry on her spirit it's just so beautiful to hear that and this is kind of a big deal. Like the fact that we're talking about this right now on the podcast. <laughs> it's kind of a huge deal. Kind of a big deal. <laughs> kept this very close you to my heart. Very it. close to your heart. And Katie came to very one of my time. vision vision board workshops. And at the end, the pe- not everyone stayed till the very end. The last one's hanging. I was like, the OGs, or we're like, we're gonna go deep. We're gonna we're gonna talk about Let's this. Let's keep talking. Let's keep talking. We're gonna make this real. And I make everyone stand in a circle and speak in existence what they're creating. And then Katie had only really told me 
mm-hmm. really, and maybe one other person. Yeah, it was very, very tight circle. Very tight circle. And I, I kind of put her on the spot. Because <laughs> you totally did. That's just kind of what I do. It's like this loving, like, this is a safe space. I'm just going to give you this little nudge. I'm here to catch you, but you got this. And you looked and you're like, oh, like I, it was kind she of a goes, mixture. what are you creating? I said, I have a creative project. And she goes, well, <laughs> yeah. what is that project? And I looked at her with a mix of confusion yeah. of F you. Yeah, there was a little, I love what? you and I hate you at the same time. It was like, Brittany, don't make me say it out loud. And I know because I've been in that space of when I speak it into existence, I speak it out loud and it lives outside of my brain. It makes it real. Really and when real. you make that decision, this power is unlocked. There's this an ener- undeniable energy. Totally. Wanted that experience for you. Well, thank you. And looking back, thank you. Yes. Because I felt like that was truly a little nudge to keep going, to remember the purpose, to remember why I was doing this and why it was important to share. And then a few weeks ago, I told Brittany, oh, I think I'm at this place where I want to ask other people for their stories of Mimi. I want their input to help bring the story to life and help round out the edges. She goes, well, great. How are you going to ask people to help with your story if you haven't told them about your story? (laughs) Oh, that's a great question. And here we are. Here we are. I was like, you know what we're going to do? We're going to put it on a podcast. We are going to put it into the ethers. So we're going to put it out there. It's so, but the way that you're talking about, I'm just so proud of you. Thank you. Because when, you know, it's, it is a level of fear that we have putting something that is so close to our heart out there in the world that with, with a position that can get rejected, that it might not be liked. And that's, that's a part of the experience. Right, it's not. And doing the work makes you realize that it's okay. Yes. You're not going to be for no, everyone. Exactly. Okay. Doing the work. And I that's why we do this so that we can put ourselves in a position to grow and expand and share our gifts with the world. And you have a gift. You have a gift for writing. You have a gift for creating. And like to your point, it would be doing such a disservice not to do it. So I'm just so proud of you for being able to recognize that and come to it on your own. You know, I know that. But as a coach, my job isn't to tell you. I have to give you the space to explore it and discover it from within, which is the best gift of all. Oh my God. Thank you. So Thank good. you. I know this journey would not be possible without you. And I know you always say it's you doing the work and it is, but the work with a coach is a lot more enjoyable, productive. Less scary. Less scary. (laughs) Seriously. So thank you. Truly, like I said, you had my back when I did not. And so thank you because I finally feel like I'm in a place where I do have my own back and talk about freedom and talk about feeling good. Yeah. I just love that you said that because my job as a coach is to have your back when you don't and also believe in you before you believe in yourself. And I hold belief for my clients, every client that I work with, even the clients, the people that I talk to that I don't work with, when I'm interacting with them, I hold that belief because I know it's possible because I'm an example of it. Seriously. If I didn't have a coach that believed in me before I believed in myself, I wouldn't be here. And I really think that's what it comes down to is connecting with someone that believes in you and knows that big things are possible. And, And big things is so subjective. So subjective. It's so subjective. And that's what's so beautiful is like we get to figure out what that big thing is for you and just to see where it goes without having any expectation. And not being attached to that being outcome. To outcome right? It's like, like, let's just do. Let's, let's just do and see what creates. The flow. Exactly. And I love that because what you thought and how it's come to be is the most beautiful part of the experience. It totally is. Yeah. And also realizing that the experience is it's not over and it's never over. The journey is where the magic happens. And I think just maybe society or how we grow up, we think there's this destination we have to get to and then things will look good and feel good and be good. Magical arrival. Yes. And where is this arrival? Oh my God, we're in it. We're doing it. And that's such a magical thing to finally realize is that this journey is never over and we get to keep evolving and growing and expanding ourselves. And it is such a gift we give ourselves doing this work. It is. Such a gift. Such a gift. And then that gift ripples to the people, the community in your life. 
Oh my gosh, Katie, so fun. This is so great. I Thank love you for having me. This course, is such a treat. This is a treat for me too, because I just, it, it brings tears to my eyes on so many levels to see you the way that I saw you on day one. You, know, you come to me thinking that there's something wrong. You think everything's gone wrong. You're broken inside. And I just see the light that you are now experiencing. So it's always such a gift to see that happen. And this is just the beginning, which is the best part. It's the best part. You are just in the beginning the phases of this. The best is yet to come. And you're living in the best of it. That's what's so crazy is like you're growing, but also you can find such enjoyment in this process. And it is going to inspire so many people, so many people that have the idea, have that little like voice, that inkling, but it's like, oh, I don't know what it is. And then thinking that it's just not possible for them. It's only possible for other people. Which oh, those self-limiting beliefs. How could I be a writer? I'm not X, Y, Z. Guess right. what? I have a pen, I have paper and ideas and I write. And you write, you write. So, <laughs> uh, so good. I don't know. I mean, we could just keep going, I know. but I know we're at time, but I do, I want, if there, I mean, first, if there's anything else that you want to share that we haven't mm-hmm. talked about, any ahas, takeaways, anything that you want someone listening to know? I think for anyone listening that is maybe in a space that I described myself to be in before I took the leap, just know, I mean, this has been such meaningful, transformative work, but it is work. It's not... I read a positive quote, I am positive, I am chasing my goals. That is lovely, and that's how I operated prior to coaching, and it worked for a while. It's cute, it's cute. (laughs) It's really cute. It's cute. But don't underestimate the work that is required, but know that it is the most meaningful work of your life. It will transform you, it will expand you, it will open your eyes, your heart, to things you didn't know possible. And so if you're sitting on the fence, I encourage you to jump in, jump in with two feet, Throw away the fear, the doubt, the negative thoughts, the what ifs. Just go in open-minded and be ready to be wowed. And Brittany is the best gal for the job. (laughs) I can't say enough. Thank you. I love that. I love that. Like you were sitting on the fence, just jump in. It's like, just bring all of it. Bring the self-doubt. Bring the fear. We love all of it. Yeah. Because you learn how to work with it. I think so that's true. what's like what happens is like, oh, I can't move forward unless I'm not afraid. And I'm like, no, you move forward while you're afraid. Mm-hmm. You move forward with the self-doubt. You move forward with the uncertainty. And I think that's, you know, the the work with a coach is like, we're going to navigate this together. Yeah, and go then through the muck. We go through the muck together. Learn how to love the muck. Oh. Because then it just makes you enjoy that clear place so much more. It makes you so appreciate true. it so much more. I always say I can't have the gratitude without the grief. Yes. And it's so true. When you, so true. When you honor those difficult feelings and emotions and thought patterns, when you give them the space they deserve, it allows the freedom of the really great, big, yeah. beautiful pieces of life to be present yeah. fully. Oh. Well, I'm just so excited to read your words. Thank you. Even friend. more than I have. I can't wait to see this come together. And like, this is a big deal because now, I mean, it's it's already been happening and it's in the works, but now it's really happening. It's... And I am so excited for you in a year from now to watch and listen to this episode and see how far you've come from this place. Like, imagine if we did this interview before you started coaching. <gasps> oh my gosh. I kind of wish you would have. Oh would've. my gosh. <laughs> I mean, I could go back to your intake form. Right. It has all of the answers there, but just imagine. But yeah, You'll have this experience and this footage of you talking about it, and in a year from now, you're going to be talking about it again in such a different place, and I'm so excited for you. Okay, so how can people find you if they want to follow along with this amazing journey? Thank you. The best place is Instagram. Gotta love the IG. So Katie underscore Rosenquist is where you will find me. I talk about life, real estate. I'm, it's just kind of an open book, a little scrapbook of my journey. Um, but now that we are bringing to life the project, there will be a bit more about the book and an invitation for others who, like I said, have known Mimi, knew her, felt like she knew her to participate in sharing some of their stories with me to help bring this book to fruition with little nuggets from everyone else. So, so good. So good. All right. So my last question, I asked this to all my podcast guests about their superpower because I started my podcast based off of my superpower, which is positivity, mm-hmm. which I used to think it in such a different way. And I now have understand it 
from such a new perspective of what positivity actually means and why that's my superpower. But this podcast wouldn't exist without it. So I'm curious about if I was to interview your friends and family, what they would say your superpower is. This is good. I did not prepare for such a question. I know. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't want you to prepare for it. <laughs> and I'm an avid listener, but apparently didn't pick up on the... Uh, the uh, ha- or the pattern there. Yeah. Um, you know, it's it's interesting you say positivity because I think that is something that people see in me also. But I think others would say that I do live a life of gratitude. And I think, to your point, I'm finally seeing that within myself. I think I was living a life of gratitude before of the things that were maybe obviously things to be grateful for. But I think I've really been able to harness that superpower in realizing that even the things that on paper maybe look to be tough or not so fun, I'm grateful for those too. And Mm -hmm. so being able to live a genuine life of gratitude is... Okay. That was such a fun experience. I am glowing right now. Just buzzing. What a beautiful way to start the week getting out of my comfort zone of recording live and being in studio, being in person. It got my wheels turning. Just being at the Good Vibes studio, by the way, it's just such an open space and it's like creative drops just are happening left and right. So if you are a creator and you listen to this podcast and you have not visited the Good Vibes studio, you have to go. It is absolutely incredible. Ugh. So amazing. Just such a gift to get to interview my client and friend Katie and share her story and share her experience. I'm so grateful that she took a chance on coaching and took a chance on herself and chose me to help facilitate that for her. To be able to show the person that I see and hold up a mirror and let her see her genius and her creative essence that has been laying dormant for so long is truly one of the reasons why coaching is the best gift in the world because we get so wrapped up in our stories and our beliefs about ourselves and we hold on to our limitations like it's the truth. And sometimes it just takes someone holding that space to realize that you don't have to keep those limitations. So amazing. So I just want to let you know if you're listening to this and you're thinking, well, that's because of, you know, she can have, she can go after her goals because she has something that I don't have, that she's more creative or she's more courageous or whatever it is. I'm telling you that you have it in you as well. Human beings are meant to create, we are meant to evolve. We wouldn't be here if our cavemen, women, ancestors didn't create. In their world, we would not be here. I would not be recording this podcast. The like human beings, we are just designed for it. So, if you've been giving an idea, if you've been having a goal on your mind for a long time, and whether that's to a creative project, a side hustle, maybe even just an idea, something different for your life, and you have yet to take action on it, it's time to ask yourself why. Why aren't you taking action? Are you not surrounding yourself around the right people? Are you afraid of failing? Or do you not believe in yourself? Because if those are the reasons why, I got you. I got you. I would love to have you join our group when doors open again. Activate is where the magic happens. We activate your goals, your dreams, your wishes for your life, your desires from the inside out. I help you get super aligned with the person that you want to become and you don't live. You don't wait to live the vision of your life. And if later date, you start embodying it today in the here and the now. And I would love to have you join our group because that's what we are doing in Activate. So here's the deal. Doors are closed right now. But if you've been wanting to be a part of coaching, if you want help, if you feel like you can't get to where you want to go because you feel alone, what I want you to do is sign up up for the wait list, fill out your application, and you will be the first to know when doors are opening. In fact, you will get an invitation to join before doors officially open. So make sure that you sign up today because you will be let in way before doors open. I will let you know. Uh, So the link in the show notes has the application for the program to get yourself on the wait list. I will reach out to you and connect with you and let you know the next steps, but I want to help you. You've been given an idea. 
You've been given a goal. You've been given something in your mind for a very specific reason. And the problem is when you don't explore what that reason is, it's just that tiny nagging voice that is constantly telling you about reminding you about it. And we, there's only so much that we can do to push it away. We distract ourselves. We avoid ourselves. We hide from ourselves, but it's always going to be there until you go and you water it and you explore what that looks like. So I would love to help you if you want help with that. So sign up for the wait list. All right, my friend, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Thank you so much for being a part of the podcast community. I am so grateful for you for listening to this show. It is something that I have been dedicated to for the past three years, which is wild that I've been able to stay consistent with this because I have a, I used to have a tendency where I would start creative projects and then I would just not follow through. But you know, I guess because this doesn't have an end goal that there is no stopping because I'm just going to keep going because I am here to serve you and help you make your life better from the inside out. That's what I'm here to do. And I just want you to know how much I love you. Thank you so much for your time. Until next time, remember to love yourself, own your happiness, and let your life shine. You are so worthy of it. So worthy. You're worthy, my friend. You're worthy. If you don't believe it, I'm believing it for you. Until next time.